Welcome to our first podcast. My name is Peng, and I have my co-host with me, Janae Honest. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> um, you guys are listening to the first episode of Ambition on Fleek. So, how we came up with Ambition on Fleek, because we are such ambitious women <laughs> in sport. <laughs> Basically, on this podcast, we're going to talk about um, how to inspire and motivate you through our unique stories from our gymnastics experiences. We are both NCAA champions. Peng Peng Lee was on the Canadian Olympic team as a captain. (laughs) Janae. Okay, so we've been friends for about four years. And Janae was a freshman when I was a junior at the UCLA gymnastics team. You need to know your facts, Janae. <laughs> At the UCLA gymnastics team. Basically, through the sport of gymnastics, we have learned a lot of the importance of balancing um, school life, athletics, our mental training. And so we want to share that experiences with you guys through our stories because we both have very unique stories. And they just come together through UCLA gymnastics. So a little bit of my background, if you guys don't know already, I was the 2012 Olympic team captain for Canada. Um, I'm a two-time NCAA national champion, one national champion on beam, so that was great. And then last year we won the national championships, so that was super fun. And I scored 10 perfect 10s in my career, and two of them were at the national championships, one of them being the winning score for us to win a national championship. She basically secured the bag and sealed the deal for us. So crazy. Good thing I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of us knew, actually. Well, I, I think the coaches knew, but we didn't know. And I think the fact that you went into your last beam routine and you said, you know what, I'm just, we're not going to win, so I'm just going to go out there and do my best routine. Right? And that's exactly what needed to happen for us to win anyways. I know. So, so great. Good, good thing about that. Um, so wait, Jay, talk a little bit about yourself, Janae. I want to, you know, even though I know you, I want to know a little more about you. Let's see how well you do know me. Okay. So I came on to the UCLA gymnastics team as a walk-on. So I basically was recruited in that way. I just made myself very known to the coaches. I went to all of the UCLA gymnastics camps in the summer. And then I came on as a walk-on, competed all four years. Uh, My second year, I won... 2016 Pac-12 uneven bars. I'm the champion of co-champion, I should say, with the beautiful Elizabeth Price. I was really proud to just <laughs> be on the podium with her. I just, guys, I thought I got third, but I won with her too, so it was great. Um, and then, yeah, we won Pac-12s that year as well. So we have two rings: 2016, 2018, and then we and won. And we have a pendant, <laughs> <laughs> which so is a necklace. In Pac-12, when you win Pac-12 championships and national championships. We were excited because we thought we were going to get two rings. No, we got one ring and a pendant. See, I don't know if that's a rule, though. Is that a rule? I don't know. Is that the re- Or they just decided no it for All us. All I know is that we couldn't get a ring, so we got a pendant. I mean. It's cute. It's cute, but I wanted a ring. <laughs> <laughs> and the truth comes out. <laughs> it's cute. I wear it sometimes. Um, and 
Well, I feel that I'm very open about how I got onto the UCLA gymnastics team, but I do think that what shocks most people is that I was told that I wasn't going to compete for UCLA gymnastics. Mm. Um, I had coaches that weren't super motivating in that aspect. They tried to veer me away from that dream, but that is the story I want to tell people that they can overcome an obstacle like that. Granted, there are many obstacles you can overcome and that you will encounter in life, in sport, in basically anything in general. Hey, you know, we both have different stories and we both have come a long way from where we were. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say. So um, there has been so much happening in the gymnastics world right now, like with even in elite gymnastics and in NCAA gymnastics. What is it like being on the other side of not competing? It's definitely less stressful, I would say. (laughs) I um, get so amped up for the girls when I go to the meets now and it's just weird being the alumni on the other side watching and I can just remember like it was yesterday on what it felt like to warm up and then get dressed and then go out and compete and what it probably feels like if you fall you know what I mean and just kind of I like I walk into Poly Pavilion which is where the UCLA gymnastics team competes and I'm like so (laughs) stress-free like I normally used to get canker sores a lot (laughs) from all the stress (laughs) of competition you season your essential oils (laughs) my essential oils and everything but now I'm like so stress-free it's great I want to get back to why we are starting this podcast and what we're going to talk about today. Janae, do you believe in self-motivation or do you think it's okay to look at others for motivation when you are going through your goals on a daily basis? I think it goes both ways, honestly. Um, I do believe in self-motivation because, you know, it inevitably does have to come from yourself. But yes, there will be days when you need that external, I'll say force. Does that work? (laughs) Because like I said, you're not going to have a great day every day. And sometimes you're going to need help to get the motivation within yourself to go, which is why you have coaches, you have teammates, and you have these people to look up to. And that'll give you the guidance that will help you. So like whenever I was going through stuff in the gym, I feel like I would have this argument all the time saying like, you have to be self-motivated, like it has to come within you. But I'm like, But sometimes you really need to ask other people for help. I know, I did that. Okay, it's harder for me on a hard day to, like, get myself going when I'm like, hey, Jay, can you cheer for me? Mm -hmm. But I I asked you to watch me all the time. Right, but but you know how some (laughs) people just disagree with that, though? Yeah. Like, I feel like whenever we were in the gym, some people just didn't agree with that method. But I think you could use both methods. I think you could use both. I was the person that liked to use both methods once I realized that I did need that external motivation or someone just to cheer me on or motivate me um I definitely did that when I needed it the most because you know it would just take longer for me to motivate myself if I was having a bad day yeah I think because I was just younger and I I think so too I had a lot of growing to do you haven't seen my hard days Well, well, you came you came in my junior year, which I'm like you know I saw your freshman year, yeah, and freshman year's always hard to stay motivated. That's every true. Day. I wasn't there during your freshman year. You yeah. were already low key of an upperclassman, upperclassman. When, I, when I came in. I was bougie. But, um, whenever I'm having a hard time or when I'm struggling in the gym or just in life in general, now that I'm not in gym anymore, I kind of just like to embrace the small goals along the way towards my big goal because I feel that when you have this big goal set. And then you feel that you're kind of making progress, but not really. And it just seems like you're not really progressing or making these big steps towards your um, final goal that you want to get to. You Mm -hmm. start to get frustrated and you're not really thinking about, okay, I'm working really hard in the gym or I'm waking up early to focus on rehab or just anything 
small that's getting you towards that goal. And I feel that that helps me. I focus on the small goals because it's like, okay, I'm doing this every day and the consistency is going to help me get to that big goal. That's what helps me. Wow, Jay, we're like the same person. (laughs) (laughs) And I was over here saying that we have different methods. We have different methods, but maybe (laughs) we don't actually. (laughs) No, honestly, like how I stay motivated on a daily basis too, like even if you're injured or anything, like celebrating the small things that happen during your day really helps you to stay motivated because then you're almost like happy each time when you do something like today I checked off email this person and I was like wow yeah (laughs) I'm like reaching my goal for the day because I'm doing something like something on my checklist that's the other thing right I was really I I feel like I was about to say the exact thing you're about to say writing it down like right on point right now (laughs) is that what you're gonna say writing things down yeah I definitely what I do is I write three main things I want to get done in the day and it can be anything anything like doing laundry or you know what I mean but it'll just which is always fun doing laundry but just as long as I keep that consistency and I'm like getting the stuff done that I need to get done in that day then it's like okay I was productive it's not like I felt like I was wasting time or you know what I mean so and I like I had to learn that though because like my first I'm still learning seriously (laughs) (laughs) no because I was so unorganized my freshman year like I was so scatterbrained and like all over the place yeah you're still scattered (laughs) (laughs) wow Jay (laughs) you're still the truth comes out again No, but, but like my freshman year and sophomore year, like I had an agenda, but I didn't really write like my to-do list down. And now I feel so much more organized and like proud of my to-do lists. And it sounds so stupid, but like they're all no, it's colorful. Stupid. And like, yeah, I have literally different colored pens in my bag right now. Me too. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, that's what helps me stay motivated each day is like when I can write down all the things I need to do because I have a general sense of like my large goals. Like say in gymnastics, like I had the goal to go to 2012 Olympics when I was younger, mm-hmm. right? And then every day was kind of like, but I was so scatterbrained that I didn't really write down my goals until like a s- couple months before. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, maybe I made a food list of like what not to eat. Uh, and it was kind of like things I can eat after I reached the Olympics. But it wasn't like on a daily basis for me to get like better. It was kind of just restrictions, right? Right. Or and it, what you can, oh, or what you could look forward to after you finish the Olympics. Oh, I can yeah, I guess that after. helped me stay motivated on a daily basis. Like writing things that, you know, it's like a, a, the mouse and the cheese. <laughs> Is that a good analogy? To enlighten me, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Like, you know, when you put a cheese block on the floor and like the mouse curls up to it and yeah. then it gets trapped. Oh, so I it's see, like I see. it's like teasing it. OK, I guess that's another way you could stay motivated <laughs> on a daily basis. But I'm just saying that now that I've made lists, it's so much easier to be proud of, like, the little goals that I get through. Little goals are important. I think little goals are really important. And I really we should. We should celebrate them more often when you're looking at the small goals. It's like. You can work, you have, okay, so you have your big goal. Yeah. You have your small goals. You check off your small goals one part at a time. Mm-hmm. But what if something comes out of that small goal? Like, yeah. what if an opportunity comes that you never thought of? Now, I think small goals are way more important than big goals. Yeah, I that's think what that's I mean. true. And then you never, <clears throat> it's kind of taking advantage of every opportunity, I think, too. When yeah. you talk about the small goals and if something comes up and it kind of, kind of like, okay. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> Go ahead. So let's say 
you have this goal. I'm going to use The Rock. Do you know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, as an example? Oh, I literally thought you were talking about, like, a rock that no, you no, found no, on no. the ground. I'm like, no. Janae, I've never heard of this analogy of your no, rock. No, no. Yeah, no, the actor. But he wanted to be in the NFL so bad. That was his goal. That was his dream. Oh. And he went into the CFL, and then he got cut. And he talks about how that was the best thing that's ever happened to him because now he's the most – Dude, he's like the um, successful highest actor paid in the world. Third highest paid actor or something. Or exactly. Like top five. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be Dwayne. Right? So you never so it's like, but before his his dream and his only goal was to just play in the NFL. And granted, he's right. huge. He probably would have been great, but no, that didn't work out for him. And he's now pursuing this other career that is working amazing for him. Actually, I don't even know if I've ever asked you this question. So Janae and I have a very close relationship. I want to make that known out there. Maybe a little too close, but, you know. A little too close, (laughs) like, to a point where I could probably legally marry her, (laughs) and it could be believable. (laughs) But, you know, we don't. That's not happening. It's it's fine. (laughs) But, okay, no, I don't think I've ever asked you this. What happens on days where you're not motivated? What happens on days when I'm not motivated? Like, okay, I'm going to tell you an example. I would take a PD. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Let's explain what a PD okay. is. So on the UCLA gymnastics team, it's about, I think these were super important too. because I think so too. She just talks about how, you know. Wait, who's Miss Val? Ms. <laughs> That's true. So Miss Val is the head coach who is now going to be retiring this year, but she is the head coach of UCLA gymnastics. I think she has been, it's over 20 years. I just don't know the exact amount of years at the moment. When I came in as a freshman, she explained PDs, and these are called personal days. So she said, you know, you're going to wake up some days, and you're either going to be sick, you're going to not, you're going to have too much homework, or you're just really not going to be feeling it. Or you and need guys, la- to do laundry, you know, mm-hmm. or you're just not feeling it that day. And that's just life. Guys, every day, there are some days when you're not going to wake up and just, eh, it's just not going to be. Or cry for no reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're pretty emotional. <laughs> so sometimes you're just going to need those days to just take off of gymnastics and have a little me time but there were some days where I didn't have a PD to give and I would still have to come in right so I would um always go to do you remember when I would always walk outside to collect myself if I was struggling did you ever notice that yeah yeah Yeah, so I would walk out and I would look at the John Wooden pyramid and I would always look at poise and I would always look at consistency so the John Wooden pyramid if you guys don't know what it is John Wooden was the men's basketball coach and he won 11 national championships at UCLA crazy anyways I think he was like ranked number one for like a consecutive amount of times Mm -hmm. it was it was he was one of the greatest coaches of all time basketball coach life coach yeah everything I would have loved to meet him but I didn't get that opportunity it's okay I didn't either but (laughs) I've read his um, books though they're so good Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I read Wooden. My dad my dad actually made me not make, well, it was beneficial and I loved it, but he actually, he sat me down and said, you have to read this book. Like before you came to UCLA? Yeah, before I came. Oh. And it was basically going through all of the blocks of the pyramid. Yeah. So in the pyramid of success, it's basically he had built building blocks of what he thought was important to have, what was the top one? competitive greatness (laughs) okay the top block and how to get to competitive greatness that's what he talked about in the pyramid of success Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know where i was going with that (laughs) oh because i talked about when i wasn't motivated i would go outside um outside of where we were training and there was this case where the pyramid of success was and i would look at poise which is basically being at ease in stressful situations so 
to me not being motivated that stresses me out because it's like how am I going to get through the workout so I would look at that read that and resonate that with myself and then also consistency because to me consistency is the key to breakthrough so I would take some deep breaths read those and then go back in and just Peng watch me Chris and I would just have just ask for you know you guys to cheer me on or whether it be I need you guys to talk me up motivate me you know one and done whatever the assignment was just to have me finish the assignment successfully and that's what I say like when on days when you're not motivated it's hard to self-motivate yourself like obviously you have to practice it and like try it yourself but I think on some days when you're not as motivated it's okay to that's when it's like okay to ask for help like in the gym like say like in gymnastics practice when I'm just really not feeling doing something I really need someone to either watch me so that like I'm accountable Mm -hmm. or someone cheer me on like as loud as I can so I can just get like be proud of like the one turn that I take for the day I was a big fan of somebody watching me I always had Someone always had to be watching me, but especially when I wasn't motivated or I just felt a little iffy yeah. just about the day in general or the event or whatever I was on. I would always, hey, can you watch me, please? Just watch this one. And I would have no issue going, which is great. But, yeah, I was a big fan of Peng. <laughs> Peng, can you? She was, she'd always come to me and be like, Peng, can you watch me? <laughs> in that exact tone. <laughs> okay, so, Jay. I think it's time to take a break. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation of how to stay motivated on a daily basis. But I kind of want to talk about sickness and being stressed on those days you're motivated or trying to stay motivated. Mm. Yeah. You could probably say that. Okay, we'll come back soon. <laughs> okay, so we're going to come back and talk about what we left off on about when you're sick and stressed. How do you stay motivated on a daily basis? Okay, I'm going to give you a small story. Janae knows this. But we're going to go back to the canker sore thing. (laughs) Pain Um, gets really bad. And they're massive, guys. They're huge, huge canker sores that she gets when she's stressed. So go ahead and uh, get into that. (laughs) They're awful. But, like, honestly, I get them when I'm so stressed to a point I think I physically make myself sick. Yeah, because when you're – I feel that stress is just the worst thing that you can – place on yourself because then your body starts to break down and your immune system it just affects everything so like I'm really trying to think like back to one of my experiences where I had so many canker sores in my mouth it was during season and I just like didn't want to do you know gymnastics yeah, and you couldn't even take a day off right yeah on those days because it's easier to say like oh you're healthy you know how do I stay motivated on the days where I'm just not feeling it Mm -hmm. but when you're like sick and stressed like actually with the canker sores and stuff and you're like hurting Mm -hmm. those days when I was trying to stay motivated I really was trying to like kind of get my health back in order that was like you know, you know, goals change all the time, but like my health was like the number one thing. Right. I think that's what's important because when you want to stay motivated to do other things, but you, when you are sick, you have to put your health first because you have to bring yourself back to that hundred percent to even do Mm -hmm. the best job, whether it be in the gym or, you know, you're going to work or whatever you're doing in life. Yeah. Um, But you have to get yourself back as far as health wise to even, start setting those small goals again so then the small goals should be drinking more water right. you know taking the vitamins or whatever you do mm-hmm. washing your sheets well, I, no oh my gosh <laughs> honestly well because whenever i had the canker stores and stuff i would look up online like mm-hmm. 
things that would help inflammation and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember me making these kale muffins? I do, and I tried them. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember them being that great, but <laughs> I supported you. <laughs> it was, like, made out of buckwheat flour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, like, like anyways, what I'm trying to get at is, like, when you're stressed and sick, it the small goals for me was just getting my health back in order with, like, looking up how to get rid of them, like drinking lots of water or drinking mm, or what to change the in your foods. lifestyle. Yeah, but it, it's it's a day by day basis. Like I, yeah. I think that's what can get frustrating is when you think about the long term goal of, oh, my gosh, when am I going to get better? And you can't it's hard to think that way, because if you're thinking that way, you're of course, you're going to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. You're in day one. <laughs> so that's why like each day is important to make those small goals. And those goals will come every single day differently. Right. I was sick all the time freshman year, and I'm trying to think when. I think that's just the thing that happens when you get to college and you're just around all these people. (laughs) All the germs. In in the dorms, and you're just cooped up with so many people. Honestly, I think Um, that's why freshman year was such a a rough time. Rough time. (laughs) It was rough, but it was, like, the most educational or, like, learning experience, the best learning experience ever. What would you say was the biggest learning experience from your freshman year? My freshman year? The biggest Since I wasn't around you. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Honestly, I had to learn how to um, – I really had to learn how to make my goals. Like, Because you kind of were just going through I was just going the through motions. the motion. Yeah. I was like a random international <laughs> student who didn't even know what fraternities and sororities were. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing here? It's like, what is this UCLA campus? Oh, my God. And so, like, but I had to learn how to make all these small goals because I was also um, coming off of the 2012 Olympics. I had tore my ACL mm-hmm. right before the Olympics. So I came in freshman year with a torn ACL. That's right. And then you got surgery, right? And I got surgery two weeks before I came to UCLA. Okay, so you came in fresh out of surgery. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, barely walking. My parents were nervous to, like... (laughs) Quite a way to come in. Right? And my parents were nervous to, like, send me off to the airport because they're like, you can't walk. (laughs) (laughs) But then, anyway, so I feel like the biggest thing from freshman year is I had to learn how to make, like, celebrate the small goals, like what you were saying at the beginning, because I was doing rehab on the daily. Like, it was, okay, tomorrow we're doing rehab. And then I'd say we're doing rehab. Okay, next week we're going to do even more rehab. And it was like, just rehab the whole time. That's so boring. Yeah, exactly. But I had to celebrate. We're going like, to talk about that later, about oh my how God. rehab is important for injuries. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to celebrate all the small goals because it was like, okay, today we're going to do a lunge. And then tomorrow we're going to do like 20 squats. Mm-hmm. Or so not 20. That's, that's over-exaggerating. <laughs> like five squats. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like, when I could do the five squats without pain, it was, like, a celebratory moment. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that really got me through my freshman year, and I learned to celebrate the small goals because that's what helped me stay positive throughout all that. Yeah, and then you You continued that through the six years. I was about to say four. (laughs) (laughs) Or six years of college. Yeah, for me, especially because I was sick all the time um, freshman year, and I remember – I kept getting tested for strep throat and stuff, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I remember they didn't, that. Yeah, and but then they didn't give me medication or anything. They just said, "Oh, drink tea and take the or take Advil." And it's like I tried all of that, and I still wasn't getting better. And it was already day ten, and it got Dang. to the point where I was literally just taking Advil so I could eat food because my throat was hurting so bad. So I don't even want to know what strep throat feels like if that wasn't strep throat. But <laughs> <laughs> when it came to staying motivated. 
Because at this point, I wasn't even thinking about gym. I was just thinking about getting better. And I'm sure anybody can vouch that being sick is the worst thing because yeah. you feel horrible. Well, then you then you feel 10 pounds heavier. And then the <laughs> beam is like kind of like not on the straight line there. And then you feel like you, you have vertigo because you're dizzy. And it's just not. Gym not. We're, who, this is just not. A, sports are hard when you're sick. Because <laughs> then you, can, you also can't breathe either. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of sicknesses bron- were you getting <laughs> bronchitis and then try to do a floor routine um but what I was saying is that staying motivated when you're sick I think I start I was making small goals of like okay I'm gonna drink this amount of water that's true and okay and then once I did that it's like okay I'm gonna do I'm gonna wash my sheets because you know you when you're sick you gotta do yeah. that and that's something I learned when I got to college definitely didn't think about that when I was growing up and I totally get that honestly but it's kind of just making those smuggles every day and like okay you feel yourself getting a little better we'll drink this much more water or you know take this yeah. and just well, you- being disciplined in terms of getting better because I feel that especially in college because you're around so many people you want to be social and everything and right. you're not really thinking about that and all you want to do is be around people and be social and I know you definitely are like that because I was like that a little I know. bit um so it's kind of just saying discipline in that when you need to get better and you need to be there for your team you got to be disciplined in the fact and getting healthy that's true honestly I feel like we learn a lot about how to stay motivated like on the daily Mm -hmm. because we had to be accountable yeah for each other like we're talking about 22 girls on a team and that's big for a gymnastics team already you cannot get away with anything (laughs) like even if you did something I don't know like 20 miles away someone's gonna find out and it gets relayed back and then you're kind of like stuck this, this is true yeah so I, maybe I, because I feel like when you're younger you're just around your family and like your d- gymnastics was or even yeah gymnastics for us was more individual yeah and so it, it was more matter. external so but in college it's combined with your school and with your you know what I mean like everything right. is intertwined with each other rather than oh gymnastics is that's practice practices away from family and all that stuff so yeah I'm saying like in college when you're when you're accountable yeah you have to be disciplined to make those small goals of like I need to drink a certain amount of water because I need to not be sick for my team yeah you know what I mean yeah okay that I know what you mean yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so I feel like when like in life in general like what have you taken because okay we're both not on the gymnastics team anymore so we're both (laughs) happily retired I say former, happily. Former gymnast, yes. Yeah, people ask me, like, oh, are you happy to be, are you sad to be done with the sport? I'm like, no, I am happily retired. My body has thanked me. <laughs> but, like, I'm sad to not be on a team anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, of course, I miss doing gymnastics, but, like, my body is telling me no. How do you make goals? I'm going to just ask you. How do I make goals? Yeah, how do you make goals? Basically, I try and make attainable goals as far as what for I guess for my end goal you know what I mean so I don't think oh I want to be on ESPN in two months that's definitely not I'll make a vision board and I'm like the opposite of you I'm like I want a million subscribers and I want like (laughs) yeah and I want to be in Hollywood and like my vision board is like big dreams mine mine's more like um I think I need to see like a big dream for me to make little goals so it's like that, but that's how I work. It's like I'll make a vision board of all the big things that I can think of. Mm, and kind of okay. like I want a penguin army. So I call my followers penguins because, like, I'm Peng. I'm OG Peng. Isn't that cute? Isn't it cute? <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, I want a penguin army. So on my vision board, I have, like, all these penguins. Like, okay, just yeah. looks like yeah. a whole <laughs> an mil- army of them. Like an army of them. Yeah, yeah. But And then I have, like, the 
I'm just dreaming big. Like I have the million subscriber plaque on mine. I have mm-hmm. like all these like Nike, Adidas, like big names that I want to work with on right. my vision board. And then when I do like on a daily basis, it's I make to-do lists to make small goals each day. So I'm working hard because I feel like if I put the big goals out in the universe, all the daily little goals that I do will somehow get me there. Okay, I see what you mean. That, okay, but, I'm but glad I'm you as, laid that out for me though, because I was not, really struggling on how to explain that. What? Oh yeah, but I'm just saying. You know, I'm not as detailed as you. Oh no, me. You are way like in when I was like say going for 2012 Olympics. Mm-hmm. I had the big goal of 2012 Olympics, and then each day was kind of like. What is the goal for today? Okay, I want to learn this skill mm-hmm. or I want to do this. And then I would kind of think, okay, what is the best routine that I could get out of, um, like, say the best bar routine, the best beam routine? What is the best, like, amount of skills I could put together? And I guess that would be, like, a medium goal of something that's closer and that's attainable. That'll, yeah, exactly. So me, I'll have the big goals on the outer part. So let's say I'll have ESPN or, you know, the NBA or I'll have different things on the outer part. But then my actual goals, I'll have more attainable ones in that year. Just And I'll put a t- not a time frame, but I'll put, okay, this is, I'll aim for this time. But it's more, like you said, attainable, meets in the middle sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But as far as daily goals, I'll think of, you know, okay, I need to um, do my speech practice you know what I mean and I need to do that every day because I talk really fast really yeah I do you like that right now when I like get stumbled on my words because I'm over here because my mind is always always racing so <laughs> I, was like, I don't remember you talking fast no yeah I talk yeah I talk really fast not like Matea fast but Matea is a girl on our team and I can't understand her sometimes she talks so (laughs) that girl talks so fast no yeah no I'll listen to videos of myself and I'm speaking and I'm and I think Janae slow down because I need to just collect my thought no yeah that's interesting that you all right I think I'm just being extra critical of myself but those are I guess more daily goals that I make for myself and it's like I want to be fluent in Spanish so I need to practice Spanish every day like that's on my vision board and I'll have. Have you okay. done it? Hmm? Have you practiced Spanish every day? Oh, not recently, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Janae, how do you stay motivated? motivated? <laughs> and I think, especially, what that was a legitimate what, question. No, Don't walk away from. No, this. I'm not. No, oh, okay. I'm not. No, I think what I've been struggling with because I know I've been um, better with it, especially in the beginning of the year. But let's I just had my Pac-12 debut. Right. So I was really focused on that and kind of pushing the other things that I was doing on the daily on the side because I was really stressed and thinking about that. But it's kind of me. I need to focus more on time management and making time as far as when it comes to practicing Spanish every day or listening to my podcast every morning because those are the daily goals that I do. I listen to my podcast every morning when I go to rehab. Yes, guys, I still have rehab at like 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so, but as far as me staying motivated to learn Spanish every day, I get, I'll remember and then I'll think, okay, I need to rewind it back, <laughs> reconvene a little bit and make a more, I guess, attainable I will say daily goal, but make it like okay weekly. That's yeah, you know I, what I mean. Actually, you and then a I'll, good point. I'll adjust it because I'm like okay, maybe trying to practice Spanish every day and blocking out 30 minutes. Yeah, I need to make it more okay five minutes. You know what I mean? So because then when another task comes up like this podcast or like my Pac-12 thing, and I 
thinking about that all the time. You know, I need to and I need to kind of just readjust what my goal is. And then I'll because my vision board is a whiteboard because I'll erase it and adjust it mm. all the time and make them more attainable. So that's why I'm like super specific with my goals every day, because right. sometimes we dream, we like think really big about our goals. It's like, oh, this is totally doable. And then a month will go by or not even like a week will go by and then you'll think okay no I need to do Actually, something more you realistic a, you bring up a good point because when you're so inspired by something or you're so motivated you then you're like yeah I'm gonna take an hour out of my day to like practice my singing stuff yeah I yeah do like half an hour of this and you think it's actually attainable mm-hmm. but I'm like I want to say like it's okay to realize that it's not attainable every single day yeah because I mean it's okay to you know I'm not saying you failed because you tried you know yeah at least you tried and even with um like say I think for me it was to read something every single day Mm -hmm. I had that on my goal too that has not happened (laughs) now I like I'm really thinking about what my life now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like right, no it right. hasn't happened so like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying but it's okay and maybe you can have a more reachable goal and that's when you're really self-assessing and you learn more about yourself when you do that because you can't just be depressed all the time that you didn't reach your goals for the day exactly or if you you set these daily goals that say oh I'm gonna block out the hour of this but you don't get to it that day then I feel that sometimes we'll get down on ourselves because we didn't make the time or something happened you know what I mean yeah and then besides reassessing and coming up with a more attainable goal, you'll just either, you know, maybe give up or you're like, okay, this isn't happening because, yeah. you know, it didn't work out the three times I've tried it, but you got to yeah. just kind of readjust it. And you Well, know. the thing is when you're going through something that has on has been on your agenda and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you don't reach it, people can get into like a woe is me, I'm like being, I didn't make it kind of thing. But then they're not thinking about it positively. And that's the other thing that actually helps me stay motivated on a daily basis is being grateful for what has happened that day. That is something I've been really good at. Yeah, rather than rather than being like, oh, I didn't reach this goal. I didn't send out these emails. Okay, what am I actually grateful for that has happened today? Because I feel like when we were on the team, we really were taught like every day, is literally a gift. Is a gift. And mm-hmm. you don't even know what's gonna happen. You don't even know what's gonna happen tomorrow. You might mm-hmm. not even make it to tomorrow. Yeah. So we we really like learned that you have to be happy. Like you if today was your last day, would you be proud? That's kind of like mm-hmm. you Would know. you be happy if that's yeah. it? You know what I mean? Would you be satisfied, okay, I lived my day to the fullest, you know what I mean? This that's kind of just getting back to all you know, staying positive and and being know. intentional too. Yeah, with and all of your actions. Yeah, like you could say even like with the Spanish thing, like your intentions were there, mm-hmm. but it's like it's not the end of the world if you didn't do it. Like your, I this is where I say like your health is the most important thing. Yeah, your health and your family. Like, what are your say top three things that you still do now to stay motivated? That I still do now. Uh huh. Okay, using my discipline, because now I'm in the real world. I'm adulting. I'm not a student athlete anymore. Adulting um, is hard. By it the way. is, definitely. <laughs> Don't ever grow up. I'm just kidding. You definitely have to. But You it, have to. You have no choice <laughs> to grow up. <laughs> it's interesting because all we ever wanted to do was grow up, and now I just want to be five years old again. Same. Um, Life was simpler. Writing things down and journaling. That's something I've learned from being on the team. I journal. 
What do you write in those journals? Whatever thoughts come to my head, what went through. Because I, I do it uh, once a week. So. Oh, okay. And that was an attainable one for me. Because yeah. I remember I started with, oh, let me try three times a week. No. <laughs> that didn't. So I had to reconvene. So I, and it's basically what, what I'm thankful for, what went through, what I went through in the week, what could have been better, what I need to work on, different things like that. And it's kind of just, you know, reassessing and just taking that time to really think about how can I make myself better. And I think that's something I've learned from the sport too, is that we're always learning and we're always growing. You never reach a final destination. Mm -hmm. And I would say for me, being thankful and everything and for everything that I'm blessed with, definitely and that keeps me motivated because I am really blessed and I sometimes I feel that sometimes we get so caught up in what is going on yeah and that you don't and you don't think about what you're blessed with you don't think about your family and your friends you know what I mean so it kind of yeah especially living in a hectic environment with like Mm -hmm. LA is super LA is so hectic and you'll just be thinking about traffic rather than (laughs) you know what I mean besides like I have a car to even drive in traffic you know what I mean so I think of so being thankful and then also I just go back to um consistency because I think that's Mm -hmm. just really important in general in attaining any goals and it's just um staying consistent in those small things whether they can be eating an apple or, you know, just eating healthy or eating a healthy meal every day. And then that'll just add up, especially when it comes to, you know, if you want to lose weight or if you want to just get a healthy lifestyle, waking up to go to the gym, going to the gym once a week and staying consistent with that. Cause you know, everybody has the new year resolution, but then that falls off by February. (laughs) So so it's just, I think um, I just go back to consistency and just kind of staying consistent in the small goals, but making sure they are realistic. Yeah. So those are my three things. (laughs) Yeah. Mine, mine is more like mine are similar to yours. Yeah. Like something I've taken into the real world with me is that I have to make small goals every single day. Like I will take the time before I go to bed to like list out things I need to do for the next day Mm -hmm. because I'm because you know me I'm very scattered and I'm very forgetful (laughs) so I have to write it out and if I don't write it out like I can't even write write lists on my phone like when I we're talking about like things to do I can't do it on my phone you have to write it down on a piece of paper yeah I have to write it down on a piece of paper so so the thing like with me like that how I say like get through each day Mm -hmm. is like I have to make the list and then um something to take away too is that I'm really like proud and I celebrate when I do the things on my list. And if I don't get to something that I'm kind of like, okay, like how am I going to do it tomorrow? Yeah. And I think it's okay to um, allow yourself to get time so that you're overall happy. Cause I want, I know, cause I know when I'm stressed, I get sick and that almost pushes me back more. If I were to get everything done, stay up late Mm -hmm. instead of actually like planning it throughout the week. So I Mm -hmm. guess like weekly, medium goals yeah is like my thing that's a really good point wow wow we're so deep (laughs) (laughs) ambition on fleek ambition on fleek that rhymed (laughs) and our time is coming to an end wow that was so musical (laughs) (laughs) but we just want to thank you guys so much for listening yeah and we janae and i are going to be talking about so many more things i feel like for some reason I we're trying to, talk, to like talk more about. I wanted to talk more about <laughs> stuff, but we didn't. You know, that's yeah. fine. We'll talk about it in 
further episodes of this season. So I hope you guys are enjoying what you're listening to, and I hope you subscribe so you never miss an episode of Nene and Pang Pang. <laughs> That's cute. Thanks. We're keeping that. <laughs> We're keeping that. <laughs> Adios. Bye bye. <laughs>